As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello and welcome to Today in Sports Betting for Thursday, October 27th. I'm your host, Doug Reed. You can find me, as always, on Twitter at Doug underscore Reed 34. Happy to get any comments, thoughts, feedback. If you go to your podcast provider and ideally leave us five-star rating, but rate and review would be much appreciated. This is Sports Ethos presentation. And if you haven't checked this out already, go to sportsethos.com. And as I've been saying for no now, we are really blowing things up in a positive way here at Ethos. We are expanding to um, football, fantasy football, wagering, obviously, in NFL and college football. Had a great MLB season. Um, getting into basketball as it starts to ramp up, some hockey coverage as well. If you go to our website, you can find our podcast, ton of articles, our subscription package. Uh, we are as competitive as they are in the industry. I think you get some great value. Wager Pass, for example, which gets all our hand, your uh, gets all the hand plays here at Sports Ethos for you, uh, is $9.99 a month. So for basically $10, bucks, you can get a handful every night across all sports. Uh, a lot of great information there. So I highly recommend you check us out at sportsethos.com. And let's get into the board tonight. We've got one game in the NFL. Thursday night match, Ravens travel to Tampa Bay to face Tom Brady. Uh, the Ravens sit at four and three, top the well tied with the Bengals atop the AFC North. Uh, they're two and two at home and a road two and one. They are in Tampa tonight to play the Bucks, who sit atop the NFC South, uh, tied with Atlanta. Uh, believe it or not, at three and four, they're only one and two at home and two and two in the road. I'm actually on Baltimore here. Uh, Tampa Bay is just, you know, Brady, I'm not going to write Tom Brady off as uh, the end is coming, but everybody's been saying that for about 10 years with Tom Brady. So I don't think it is necessarily near, uh, but he has been struggling uh, with his receivers being banged up, his old line being banged up, the running game, not what it used to be. And the defense uh, is not what it used to be. They used to have a dominant run defense. And I don't think they're going to be able to stop Lamar Jackson and maybe even Gus Edwards on the ground. 
uh, tonight. So the Ravens come in plus two, total 46 and a half. Uh, I'm actually leaning towards the Ravens at plus two. And at 46 and a half, I'd probably look to the under. You know, I think the Ravens are going to try and establish the run game. Lamar will always be running, uh, and Tampa will have to be uh, up to that challenge. I also don't know if the Bucs will be able to move the ball through the air. And with Baltimore, their number one receiver right now is Rashad Bateman, um, who should have a decent game, but it, does he get 50 or 60 yards? I'm not sure. I think his prof was about 45 and over 45 and a half. I might look at that. Uh, but I think the Ravens go with Lamar and his legs, and I could see him running. I think his yards rushing prop is somewhere around 65 or 67 yards. Um, don't know that I can play that, although we could easily get over that. So instead, I'm just looking to the side, and I'm on the Ravens at plus two. Total 46.5. I would go to the under. I think this could be a low-scoring, typical kind of Thursday night slugfest uh, with Brady and the Bucks offense seeming to be in neutral. I'm not sure they're going to generate a lot of offense. And the Ravens, as I said, will run with Lamar. Uh, I'm not sure they're going to generate a lot of offense through the air. So I can see this being a low-scoring, kind of grinded-out game. Uh, you know, kind of a 20 to 17, um, 24, 17 kind of game. So she'll come in under the under, in my estimation. So we will hit to the hard court in the NBA. There's four games there. But before we do, we're going to take a quick break and we will come back with the NBA in one moment. All right, and we are back. Let's go to the NBA, where four games are on the docket. You get the Mavericks in Brooklyn to face the Nets, and that's on the second game of a uh, road and home back-to-back. Mavericks come in two-and-a-half-point favorites. Total here is 225. When I look at the injury reports, none of the big names are out for the Nets. We have Seth Curry still out. Joe Harris, who played yesterday, but is out basically injury management. And on the Mavs side, Tim Hardaway is questionable, and Davis Bertans is still out. So nothing of any major significance here. Uh, I think I'm actually going to be on Brooklyn at plus two and a half. Or I'm leaning. I'm not on them yet. I'm going to lean at plus two and a half. I know it's a back-to-back, but if KD and Kyrie are playing, uh, they're at home. They have the ability both to put up 30-plus points in a night. And Doncic has been playing well for the Mavs, like he always does. Uh, I'm just not sure they have the depth, although they are favored by two and a half. Uh, I just have a feeling Brooklyn will show up a little more at home. They've struggled to start the year. Um, not doing, I think, what everybody had. Well, I shouldn't say what everybody expected. It's it's uh, um, been hot and cold with them. I think they're going to be in trouble. Obviously, they've got two of the premier players in the league. The problem is who do they have behind that? And they don't. They just don't have a lot of depth. Uh, Curry will certainly help if he's in the lineup. But yeah, Simmons obviously will help, but he's not scoring. So when you have, you're starting Simmons. Kyrie and KD. Then you have Royce O'Neal, small forward, and Nick Claxton. He's been playing well, but are those guys? Um, and then the bench, Patty Mills, and you know Cam Thomas, Kessler Edwards, decent players. But I don't think when those are your guys on your second unit, you're going to be scaring a lot of teams. Uh, the Mavs come in. Spencer Dinwiddie's been playing pretty well. Dorian Finney-Smith's been doing all right. JaVale McGee makes me laugh that he's there as their starting center because he doesn't play more than probably 12 to 14 minutes a night before Christian Wood uh, and Maxi Kleber step in. Um, but I, I, I just think the Nets long-term are going to struggle. Uh, kind, of, kind of frankly like the Lakers. Uh, they've got the two big guns and then not enough behind them. Now the Nets do have Simmons, but I don't know that they're 4-5 or five, uh, and their bench is strong enough to compete. So... I do like Brooklyn here uh, at home, though, catching a couple points. 225, I would look towards the over. 
you know Brooklyn, especially at home, they're going to be lighting up, probably not playing as much defense, although Simmons certainly helps there. But I think a lot of points can be scored here. Next game, 8-10 in the East. We have the Clippers in Oklahoma City to play the Thunder. The Clip come in. Six and a half point favorites. Total here is 218. Um, Kawhi is still out, but Paul George, who was off last game for illness, is expected to be back. So they're looking to start Reggie Jackson, Norm Powell, Paul George, Nicholas Batum, and Ivica Zubac at center. Uh, with John Wall potentially coming off the bench, and Terrence Mann had a really good game last game, potentially coming off the bench as well. Um, you got to like the Clippers here. I think I would be on the Clippers at six and a half. With George not in the lineup, I wouldn't be, but he's back. Uh, I know OKC is running out Shea Gilgis Alexander. He was questionable and ended up playing last game. Trey Mann had a good start. Uh, but at, behind that, Dort, Wiggins, and Jeremiah, Jeremiah Robinson Earl uh, as three year starting five. I don't think you're going to be able to give the Clippers much of a run. 218 total. I would probably look towards the under. The Clippers, Clips can play defense when they need to, uh, especially on the road. Probably try and slow things down a little. So I would lean the Clippers at minus six and a half. Don't think it'll be on this game, but I would definitely lean the Clippers minus six and a half. Third game of the night is the Grizzlies, and they are in Sacramento to play the Kings. Memphis comes in two and a half point favorite. Two thirty six and a half is the total. I'm on the Grizz here. Uh, I think laying basically one possession at minus two and a half is not enough. Uh, John Morant's been playing fantastic. Desmond Bain finally woke up. Uh, after I played him for the first two games of props over, I think, 19 and a half or 20 points. And then last game, he exploded for 30-plus points. Uh, his prop tonight for points, which I would look at again, is just trying to pull it up here. Um, not seeing it on the site right now. I think it was at 19 and a half, and it was like minus 130, minus 135. So uh, I would look to play that because uh, I think he's back. He should be averaging his you know low 20s points per game. So I think he should be able to get there. Uh, and I do like the Grizz. I just think they're a stronger team, a deeper team. Uh, they still start in Santi Aldama. He's always he's always good for a potential uh, prop. I think I saw his point total at 8.5, which isn't bad. Um, versus it, versus and, and they have 119.5 point total uh, expected for the Grizz. Uh, so a lot of points going to be scored. Called a hunt, almost 120 points. Somebody's got to score them. Joss obviously score a lot. I think Bain, Bain's, Desmond Bain could score a favorite behind him. The flip side of the Kings have just under a point total of just under 117, around 117. So Darren Fox uh, is obviously a good play. I like Keegan Murray. He is starting. And his last couple games starting, he's scored a fair bit of points. I think his prop total, just trying to pull up his prop total here. Uh, I think I saw it around 16 earlier today, 16 and a half maybe. Um, yeah, 16 and a half, and he's about minus 130. So uh, I would be on that, Keegan Murray, in the starting lineup, only because there's a, if there's going to be 117 points scored, um, someone's got to score them. Obviously, Fox can score a fair bit of them. Uh, Kevin Herter will score a few. Sabonis will put in his, his but I think the way Mur- Mur- Keegan Murray's been shooting, uh, I think he has the ability to put up some some uh, decent points. And, yeah, sorry, just pulled it up. 15.5 minus 165. So I saw earlier today 16.5. I try and shop around. I don't want to lay 165 uh, on the juice. So I pr- shop around for Keegan Murray. If you can get 16.5 closer to minus 125, minus 130, I think that's a good play because there's going to be a lot of points scored both sides. As, again, as I said, the team total of around 119, 119.5 for the Grizz. And 116, 116 and a half for Sacramento. Uh, I think a lot of points can be scored. So I'd look to Bain uh, for a uh, 
scoring prop. And I'm pulling him at 19 and a half. He's at minus 115. So I'd look to go over that. And I'd also look to go over Keegan Murray. Wouldn't take the 15 and a half at minus 165. I'd try to find a 16 and a half if you could. Uh, I like both those plays in that game. Should be a lot of points scored. And I like the Grizzlies to win. Last game of the night is in Golden State, which should be a great game. Uh, the Heat are on back-to-back games. They won yesterday against the Lakers. Now they're in Golden State to face the Warriors. Warriors come in six-point favorites. 227 is the clean total, which has an implied point total of 116.5 for the Golden State Warriors and 110.5 for the Heat. I think I'd go under in this. I think the the uh, Warriors win. They're healthy. Just pull up their injury report. Uh, last check, I don't think anybody major is out. Uh, DiVincenzo is out, and Iguodala still is out. And for the Heat, uh, Oladipo and your seven. So nobody who should really move the needle a whole lot. But 227 is a little high for me. I think the Heat play good defense. The Warriors obviously can play good defense. Uh, And the Heat on the second game of back-to-back. I would lean the Warriors back-to-back in the road. I would lean the Warriors here. Don't like laying six points against the Heat. As I said in yesterday's show, uh, they've struggled to start the season. A West Coast road trip is probably what they needed. Uh, they were winless at home. Sorry, I think they had one win at home and three losses. So they get on the road, one against L.A. yesterday. Don't see them beating the uh, the Warriors tonight. Everyone's healthy for the Warriors in the starting lineup. Curry, Thompson, Wiggins, Green, and Looney. Jordan Poole coming off the bench. Uh, the Heat looked fairly healthy as well. Lowry, Hero, Butler, Kayla Martin and Bam Adebayo starting with Struess, Vincent, and Robinson coming off the bench. Um, I was looking early for a prop for Max Struess and Caleb Martin. He's in the second game back. Eight and a half points for Martin. I think he should get that. My only question is, this is his second game of the season, so he was out with a knee injury, I think. Uh, is he going to get a full run of minutes? He's in the starting lineup. If he, if he plays starters minutes, so if he goes over 30 in a game where they're expected to score 110 and a half points, I could see him easily getting above eight and a half it's only juiced to minus 115 um but probably going to stay away from that i don't see a Struce total um i like him to, his totals are usually around nine nine and a half and his three point specialist in the shooter if he uh gets hot at all he's going to blow through that um so if you could find a Struce total at around nine nine and a half in the minus 120 minus 125 range i think that's a decent play so four games on the hardwood we shift as humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply to uh, the ice, big slate of nine games in the NHL. Quickly run through these. Detroit's in Boston to play the Bruins. You can get the Bruins minus 250. You can get the Road Wings at plus 210 on the money line. Six and a half is the total here. Uh, I like the Bruins. I would lean the Bruins for the win. Minus 250 is a little steep to pay. 
And I'd probably go under six and a half. It's juiced to one, minus 120. I think the Bruins at home are a tough out, uh, and I can see them playing fairly well. But not going to touch this, but if anything, I would lean to the under. Panthers are in Philadelphia to play the Flyers, who got off to a hot start to the season, but are slowly, um, well, I don't want to say falling back down to uh, their norm, but they're not as hot as they were. They're still 4-2 and two in the season. Um, so playing better than everybody thought. The, the Panthers come in minus 210 as the favorites. The home Flyers plus 175. Total here is 6.5. Again, I'd lean to the under. Uh, the Panthers can play some solid D, and I don't know that the Flyers' goal scoring is going to continue. It's juiced to minus 120. They'll also probably stay away there. Next game is in Ottawa, where the Senators host the Minnesota Wild. The Wild come in as minus 125 favorites. The home sends at plus 105. Total here is 6.5, juiced to the over, minus 125. You can get under 6.5, plus 105. And not really sure I'm going to be on that. Minnesota can score, and Ottawa is not the strongest team out there. So I'm trying to find Minnesota here. And in six games, they've got 22 goals for, 28 against. The Senators, on the other hand, uh, 4-2 and to start the young season, doing better than what most people thought. 4-0 at home, uh, 25 goals for 18 against. Uh, plus 105. There might be some value on them there. I think Minnesota's a better team. Uh, I think everything, the, the ships will be righted, so to speak. So uh, I like the Wild to win. Six and a half goals. I'm not sure. The unders at plus 105. Not going to touch that. I think Ottawa's defense is a little more porous than what it's been showing, and Minnesota can definitely score. Although they haven't been doing that a ton lately. The next game, 7-5 in the East. Montreal is in Buffalo. The home savers minus 200. The halves come in at plus 170. Six and a half is a total, although juiced to minus 130 in the over. You can get the under six and a half to plus 110. I wouldn't be touching up. Anything I'd look towards the over. Uh, the Habs, three and four in the years, just 17 goals for 21 against. So they're not scoring a lot, but they're not giving up a ton. They're only giving up three goals a game. Uh, the Sabres, four and two in the season, doing fairly well. 23 goals for. So averaging just under four goals a game for, but only giving up 16. So uh, Sabres defense are playing well. Neither team is scoring. Well, the Habs aren't scoring a ton. Um, probably stay away from me. Next game in Nashville at 8.05. The Blues are in town to play the Predators. You can get the home Preds at minus 175 in the money line and the road Blues plus 155. Total here is six, juiced to minus 110 on both sides. Um, I like Nashville. Obviously, a better team uh, there at home where they tend to do fairly well, a 1-2-1 and one at home. And the seven games this year, they're 2-4-1. Blues are 3-2 and two in five games. Uh, it's still too early to read anything into those numbers. I just think Nashville's a better team, uh, better goaltending, and can't take the minus 175. They're just not showing it yet. And the total of six is, like I said, minus 110 on both sides. Next game sees the high-flying Oilers in Chicago to play the Blackhawks. You can get the Oilers at minus 210 on the road. You can get the underdog Hawks at home, plus 175. Total here is 6.5. Just to the over at minus 115. I'd actually look to the over. That's a big number. Uh, but the Oilers are 4-3 and three in seven games, 25 goals for, 21 against. So they're uh, scoring 3.5 a game and giving up three goals a game. Uh, but the Blackhawks are, again, struggling like they have for the past few years. Where is Chicago on my sheet here? Um, well, they're actually 4-2. and two. I, Yeah, they lost their first two games of the year, won their last four. I'm still not really buying it. 3-0 and oh at home, 20 goals for, 17 against. Um, I just think that the way the Oilers are playing and the way their offense is rolling, they can get them. Jack Campbell in net for the Oilers has been struggling. Give up a couple goals. I can see Oilers getting 4-5 and the Blackhawks get 
two or three, then you're well over that six and a half. So if anything, I would lean to the over six and a half here at minus 115. Next game is in Dallas, 835 in the East. Washington is in town to face the Stars. His home Stars are minus 125 in the money line. Visiting caps are plus 105. Total here is six. Juice to the under at minus 125. Uh, this game's a stay away from me. I like Dallas. I like always like them more at home. Um, but hard to get, I, I always find the Stars a hard team to get a read on. They go on runs where I think they are uh, looking like they're finally establishing themselves as a legitimate um, top half of the league kind of team, and then they falter and fall, seem to fall back down to earth. So uh, not really on either side here. Washington has been doing all right this year. Uh, they come in at 4-3, 25 goals, 4-24 against. And the Stars are 4-2-1, and 2-0 at home, 23 goals, 15 against. They're not giving up a whole lot of uh, uh, goals, hence this number of six juice to the under. Uh, if anything, I might look to that under minus 120, under six, but at minus 125. It's a little steep for me. For minus 110, minus 115, I'd probably be on it, but not at minus 125. The third last game of the night is in Seattle, where the struggling Vancouver Canucks come in to play the Kraken. The Kraken are minus 130. Rarely are you going to get the, the Kraken favored this year. They're minus 130. The, home, the road Canucks are plus 110. Total here is six and a half, so obviously some goals are... Expected the Canucks 0 5 and 2, um, 0 3 and 2 in the road, 0 5 and 2 in the season, 18 goals for 30 against, giving up four and a half, just over, well, just over four and a bit, four and a quarter goals a game, and scoring just over two and change. So uh, they are struggling. They've got to get a win eventually. I could see it happening tonight, um, but I can't be backing them the way they're playing. And Seattle is 3 3 and 2 in the season. At home, they're 1-2-1, one, one, 26 goals, 4-28 against. A little more offense, giving up a few too many goals. Um, but I just can't I, I just can't touch the Canucks. They're going to win eventually. Don't know if it's tonight. This is a good spot. Uh, if anything, maybe get away from home, get on the road, see what happens. But um, stay away from me. Second last game, 10-35 in East. We have Toronto in San Jose to play the Sharks. The Leafs are a big minus 230 on the road. The home Sharks plus 190. Total here is 6.5. Juice to the under at minus 120. You can get six and a half at plus 100 on the over. But anything, I think there's some value on the Sharks. I mean, the Leafs are the better team, clearly. They've been kind of struggling out of the gate. They sit at four and three, so not, not a bad record. One and two in the road. 19 goals for, 18 against. It's a 19, well, it's both those numbers. The 19 goals for uh, are not what you expect from the Leafs. That's less than three a game. They're pretty high-powered offense. You expect some more scoring. And uh, at six and a half, I think they get there. They could get there. Um, but they haven't clicked in, clicked in the gear. They will eventually, and when they start, uh, you're going to see some six and a half sevens in their games, um, but they haven't yet. The Sharks are two and seven, struggling uh, at home. They're 0 4 and 0. Not a good luck in front of the home fans. 17 goals for 27 against. Um, so giving up a lot of goals, but not scoring a lot. So, you know, do they, you can't expect the Leafs to get five or six goals. So if the Leafs get three or four goals, you need two or three at least from the Sharks. Um, well, at least. Uh, and I'm not sure they're going to be able to uh, get that offense going against the Leafs. So I like the Leafs at minus 230 is a little much. The puck line is uh, minus one and a half. You can get the Leafs at plus 115. That might be the option there. Um, but probably a stay away. The last game of the night in LA, the Kings are hosting the Winnipeg Jets. The Kings are 145 in a money line. You can get the underdog Jets at plus 125. Total here is six. Juice to the over at minus 115. 
And when we look to where is Winnipeg, the Jets are three and three in the season. Uh, one and two in the road, 16 goals for 17 against. So doing a decent job defensively, less than three goals a game, but not scoring at all, but two and a half goals a game. Uh, and that's got to improve. And the Kings, on the other hand, are always a good team at home. Um, although they're one and two in the season, four and four in the year, one and two at home, uh, 28 goals, 33, four. So they're scoring, they're allowing too many goals. And I actually like the Kings here, even at minus 145. I might take a play on that. I just think the Kings are a better team at home. And they have the offense to keep up with uh, most teams in the West. So not a lot of plays in the NHL. I kind of like the Oilers, Blackhawks over six and a half at minus 115. I kind of like the Kings at home at minus 145. And going to wait on those to see. In college football, there's a few games. Um, UL Lafayette is in, at Southern Miss. And Lafayette comes in two and a half point favorites. 43 is the total. I'm actually on Southern Miss. I'm not on Southern Miss, but I lean Southern Miss, getting uh, catching almost a field goal at home. I think these teams are fairly evenly matched. No discernible difference, but I would lean Southern Miss catching the points at home. Next game, Virginia Tech at NC State. NC State comes in 13.5-point favorites. The total here is a very low 39. Virginia Tech's offense is brutal. And a lot of people saying NC State's – NC State are fool's gold. They were a highly rated team coming in. They haven't looked good uh, recently. But I've been willing to lay to 13 and a half, so the two touchdowns almost. Uh, I just think they are a better team. And a total of 39 with a big spread, obviously not a lot of points expect to be scored from Virginia Tech. So I'd be, I may put a wager on this. I'd be on NC State minus 13 and a half. I know it's a big number, but Virginia Tech has just looked really weak this year. Uh, the final game, which I think would be the best game of the night, at 10 p.m. Eastern time is Utah and Washington State. The Utes come in as seven-point favorites. Um, at, I see it juiced about minus 115, so try and get a better um, juice on that. But Utah minus seven. Total here is 57. Uh, I'd actually lean Washington State. Washington always plays well at home. Um, Utah has looked good, but I'm not sure. And so is Washington State, actually. I think this will be a close game. Uh, I like Washington State at home. So I don't like them to win. I like Utah to win the game. The money line's minus 280. A little steep for me to really put a wager on, but I'd probably take Washington State at plus seven. The total 57, uh, I'd probably go the over there. I think both teams could put up some points. And if it's a close game, their offenses will continue to throw the ball. And I think they can get over that. So no huge pl- no huge plays there, but I lean NC State at minus 13.5, and I lean the Washington State Cougars at plus 7 at home versus Utah. So quick run through the slate tonight. I hope you enjoyed some of the takes, some of the thoughts. Uh, but before I go, I want to mention one of our long-term partners, Manscaped. If you haven't already, go to manscaped.com and use the code HOOPBALL20. That's HOOPBALL20 when you check out to get 20% off your order and free shipping. And also, if you are a fantasy football, even a wagering uh, uh, NFL fan, uh, I, I recommend you check out our Ethos Fantasy FB for football account. Lots of inter- information there, lots of regular updates, um, helpful for fantasy, helpful for DFS, and helpful for wagering. Uh, also, for basketball, check out our Ethos Fantasy BB. Uh, for basketball account. Same thing. You get a lot of regular updates there from the guys uh, in our fantasy 
group for basketball, but it also helps with wagering. Uh, start sit. We send out regular. We send out basically every night when the starting lineups are announced. Uh, any players that are out will send up quick updates. It's a great way to get timely updates, especially if you're looking to wager in a game and you're waiting to closer to game time to see who's starting, who's in, who's out. Uh, check out Ethos Fantasy BB, and you won't have to do any research uh, as far as who's playing, who's not. You get that right to your phone uh, be- right before the game, and it can help you uh, hopefully cash some bets. So one in the NFL, four on the hardwood, and nine on the ice, and three college football games. We've hit a lot today. Hope you enjoyed the show. Hope you got some uh, good leans or good plays out of it. Hopefully make some money, and we will chat with you tomorrow. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.